Oh, sorry, uh, folks. I didn't realize life was going on around me uh, outside of what's on the screen of my phone. Oh, let me just put this. Well, hold on. Let me, let me start check something here. Just kidding. Well, good evening, everybody. It's Chris here from the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mira, Alberta. Uh, I'm not at the cafe, but I'm in Mira, Alberta at home in my office with my cool new farmer flag behind me. Uh, tonight we have um, a guest from the Netherlands, uh, Jasper from Common Sense TV. Some of you may have uh, seen him on some of our other shows. Unfortunately, and I know most of you are going to tune out right now, like you're going to shut this off, but unfortunately, Carrie's not going to be able to join us. I know. I know. He's doing Carrie things in uh, Lake Louise, I believe, today. Hosting karaoke or something ridiculously awesome like he usually does. So he's unable to join us. Uh, but he does say hello to everybody. And uh, he also wanted to make sure that you knew that he thought my new haircut was amazing and better than his. So thank you for that, Kerry. Uh, as most of you probably are aware, the there was an election in the Netherlands. Um, and there's the internet is a buzz right now about what's happening some are celebrating, some are saying it's not good. And uh, really, it's it's all over the map. And unfortunately, the reality is we probably won't know until we can look back in hindsight what, you know, how the election, uh, what it means or how it's going to turn out, or unless we have a crystal ball or something, which none of us really do. Um, but let's, uh, the best we can do is just talk about it. And I thought who better to chat about it than my new friend Jasper from Amsterdam, uh, who's really plugged into this kind of stuff. He's been, I guess you would call him a freedom fighter uh, throughout the last few years. Uh, he's paid attention to what's going on and he's doing his part in Holland to try and bring some common sense back to people discussing different issues. The election is one of them. So without further ado, I would like to welcome... Jasper from Common Sense TV coming to us all the way from Amsterdam, where it is, I believe, 3 a.m., 3.30 a.m. Correct. Late awesome. at night. <laughs> and you don't usually stay up that late, so thank you very much for uh, staying up late and, and coming on the show. Not sober anyway. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, no comment. Yeah. Okay. When I was there visiting you the first time, 3 a.m., we would have been walking around because I didn't have any time for stuff and I wanted to see the site. So we walked around sometimes till 2 or 3 in the morning, looking at buildings, checking stuff out, sharing stories. It was, uh, it was great. Awesome. Really fun. So what's happening? The Internet's uh, all abuzz with stuff from Holland. I hear something happened in the last few days that was very significant. You want to shed some light on that for us? Yeah, we had the uh, um, provincial state elections. So uh, Holland as a nation has 12 provinces and each province uh, uh, had to choose a new uh, leadership uh, from yeah, officials. So we had the uh, provincial state elections on Wednesday and um, in our opinion, in my opinion, and in, in, in common sense opinion, uh, this is actually the first time we could have a change, a shift in politics. So that's why uh, we pressured really hard to have the parties um, uh, in the spotlights. 
with had the yeah the common sense uh the holland first um finance first um um your own prosperity and liberty first agenda and we also yeah we, we thought because um the mainstream media they weren't allowed they were, weren't invited to have a talk about their political opinions so um yeah it was uh, for us in holland it was a big thing because it was the first shift to common sense and politics so uh and normally the state elections uh the turnout is really low so um when we can rally a lot of people together we could have had have a chance to win or turn it around so that was really exciting so what was the result of the election a bit disappointing i guess um but it's 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 like i'm 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 all balanced it's 50 like 50 percent i'm crying and 50 percent i'm i'm cheering all the major parties um um affiliated and the coalition of rata like the uh vvd d66 uh christian union and um uh, the christian democratic party christian democratic party uh which are in power um yeah they had some beating so that's uh that's is perfect but maybe not enough so almost all the votes are accounted but until the first of april of the 15th of april when every when the citizens are counting counted for uh then it will be final so uh, dots behind the comma will be shifting and changing. So what I find interesting on this graphic here is yeah. it looks like the farmer citizen movement has the biggest single block of seats in the entire government. Correct. And, and how many did they have before the 15th of March? Zero. So what that seems it's first. Significant. It's actually the first time they from the from um, uh, last elections from for the whole of the Netherlands so for the first and second chamber the the um, they just joined so they've got one seat in uh, um, in Den Haag and um, the local authorities the gemeentes so the, the provinces are divided in 350 uh, local authorities like township halls um, uh, they I'm not sure if the election was. No, I'm, I'm not. So this is actually the first election that they uh, had, were in the nation of nation politics, and now there's this first time uh, that they join in here, and they win massively. So this is a brand new political party that didn't Correct. exist in the last election, and not they won more seats. It, more seats as one block of a political party than any other political party, incur including the the previous uh, Rutte government coalition yeah. uh, party. Correct. So that so at first glance, uh, like on the surface, that sounds like a win. Oh, we won because they got more seats than anybody else. What does it really mean? It's um, there. Um, that's the part where I'm the 50% happy about because it's a party and and they've got um, 
some few points in politics that were chairing for. Um, um, but the other part is, is that there are really moderate. So they want to have a seat on the table and they um, going, that's what we're thinking. And most of the time you're quite right. Um, is that they're negotiating and they're going to negotiate uh, about, yeah, world things, what's happening right now. So they acknowledge that there is a um, um, carbon emission reducement and they don't want to, the party is called BBB. It's like burger and uh, uh, boer, like citizens and farmers um, uh, movement. And that's what they stand for. So they stand basically for the farmers. But so in a moderate way, and I want to have a seat at the table. And most of the time in Holland, when we call it polderen or the negotiation thing, it's 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 not working out. So that's where we're a bit afraid of. So here's what I'm looking at. So there's it looks like 572 seats, and the farmer citizens movement, the BBB, has the biggest piece of the pie or rainbow in that case. <laughs> and even though they have the biggest piece of that rainbow yeah. um, and a very loud voice and a seat at the table or a lot, 139 seats to be precise, if all of the other parties work together to put policy forth and pass laws, um, that 139 seats doesn't really mean anything. So they have to have at least another 100 and no, if the another 200, they have to have another 200 and 50 seats voting with them on any issues to get if they want to do something. Correct. Or, uh, contrary to that, the current government coalition has to mm -hmm. have their support in order to get things done. Yeah, so so the, the negotiating part, who's going to uh, um, play in politics with what kind of party, that needs to come right now. So, and that's what the bus is still about. Is the, uh, the, the BBB, the new party that's coming in, uh, um, willing and able to work with, for example, Forum for Democracy, uh, PVV of Geert Wilders, uh, maybe uh, J21, uh, maybe the SGP, which is a Christ uh, Christian um, uh, party, um, so the Christian Union Party, no, 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 no. Democratic it's, Appeal. It's, sorry, yes, it's, it's SGP. Yeah, it's it's um, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not. Yeah, no, that's so. This is this CDI is, is a party who's um, uh, uh, in coalition with Rotten. Yeah. So that's interesting. The 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 Rutt government was supposed to be a, a right-leaning government, were they not? That's what their, their amazing focus goal is. And officially, the VVD of Mark Rutte, where he's a political party, of, is supposed to be on the right-hand side. Only they're dealing with in a leftist, I, I, uh, I, yeah, a leftist thought, because uh, uh, D66, uh, it's, 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 
yeah, you can say extreme, extreme left um, or a globalistic party. Um, the Christian Union is such small, but they had to have these seats in to have to make a coalition. And um, um, uh, CDA, CDA um, is, is, is actually the party with um, uh, where uh, Caroline van der Plaas is, she's the party leader of the new party, BBB, came from. So it's, it's a moderate Christian globalistic thing. There's party. a lot. You guys have a lot of parties in the Netherlands. I, I didn't really realize one of them yeah. actually got almost a half a million votes was, or sorry, 400,000 votes was the party for the animals. So there's a party yeah. specifically yeah. in the interest of animals over humans. You yeah, have that's, um, the, the parties that, that I'm aware of, uh, Forum for Democracy, VVD, D66, BVNL, those parties. But then you've also got a slew of little individual, I call them uh, uh, garbage uh uh, protest vote parties, Heart for Freedom, Black Pete is Black. Yeah. Look back on behalf of North Hollanders, powerful leveling, Netherlands with a plan, Seniors Party Code. Like there's a whole bunch of the Pirate Party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they, uh, it's not always that they're running in, tw in, in each of the 12 provinces. Eh? So the, pi the Pirate Party could be one in where all the. Um, uh, Carnival uh, is so in the south of Holland, so maybe in Brabant. Wow! But what can happen? Like the the coalition party uh, of, of Grotte, uh, that was the thing they had uh, the first day. So Thursday after the day after the election, they had their coalition uh, together with um, uh, uh, Partij van de Arbeid and GroenLinks. So uh, green left and um, uh, yeah the the yeah not a leftist party they they joined together at one extra seat so the majority plus one so now F, so that that was a majority but now it is uh, shifting at that point BBB had fifteen seats and now they've got seventeen so the dots behind. Uh, it has been counted down, um, and uh, little seats were taken from the favor day and the D66. Um, and uh, now they don't have a majority, so BBB has won the, the elections, not in the total majority, but in they've got a, a big, massive piece of the pie, and they, yeah, they can start the negotiation and they. I, the whole thing is if they're going to the left or if are they going to the right. So left is globalistic thoughts and to the right is nationalistic thoughts. So that's the so way really that it's it's kind of up in the air. What what do you think we're going to see? Is do you have any kind of inkling I, as to where the the country's going to head? Yeah, I, of course, I, I'm going to say everything's going to work out, but it's politics and it's not when you're paying attention. So probably what's going to happen is that uh, BBB, Mark Rutte and some other left-ish parties going to have a majority. And, and they'll have to work, they'll have, so they'll have to work together. 
that's the whole deal in the Netherlands anyway. Everybody has to work together and, and negotiating stuff. Um, uh, but when you need to, when one party is saying, I don't want to negotiate over this, and one other party is saying, we need to have a negotiation, you're always losing. So eventually, be, um, a lot of farmers, especially up north, uh, joined BBB and Caroline van der Plas with her party and voted for her as a the, you know, uh, as a uh, stop to what's happening now in Holland, to all the political stuff. But then again, uh, if you're listening to her and you look up what their program is, farmers will be, especially the 3,000 top polluting farmers as what the government is saying uh instead of uh, 2030 it's now extended to 2035 which is already in 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 um uh in written so uh, essentially it's it's like kicking the can a year a couple of years ahead but the same same thing with um buying out farmers um um, it's like uh, they're putting a band-aid on a on an axe wound yeah and the thing right? the, on the other thing is is what Caroline for the plus has really done is it's like instead of speaking parts she could be your next door neighbor and, uh, and when you see her walk and when you see her talking, like, yes, he is going to take the, 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 the hand of the Dutch voters. And she's putting their interest in at first because she could be my next door neighbor and she's saying stuff for farmers. And, but then again, I've got a bad feeling about this. Well, it's certainly not. I mean, it's, it doesn't seem like it's ideal. I would say at the very least, it's awesome that a non-existent party has won more seats than any other individual party in an election. Correct. That's amazing. And that tells me that the Dutch people are, uh, they're, fi they're, they're, they're getting involved, they're standing up, they're speaking out, they're, um, they're trying to chart their own course forward. Now, I guess the, the million dollar question is, is it too little too late? And, and really only time will tell, but is there anything, no, is there anything that people can do to continue to do to try and push the country in the right direction. Like I'm hearing rumors that, um, you know, the BBB may actually concede a lot of the anti-human globalist agenda policy in order to save farms. I've heard rumor that maybe the, the government will work more closely with the green left, like the radical green left and the labor party and do the, these things uh, faster and, and, uh, and further like the green policy faster and further in order to keep power. So, what what are people what are people supposed to do now? Is it over? No, it's not. It's never over. And and um, um, politics is never over. And and the democracy works only when everybody joins. So we had a lot of people saying, "And I'm not going to vote. I'm not going to join this elections because they never listen." I think it's a bad thing because democracy only works when you join it. But let me th go back to the first sentence that I that, that I make. This is the these elections were so important that it was a first shift in 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 political 
changed. And actually the shift happened not as much as we hoped for, but it did. And, um, and that's a good thing because you always hope in a, in a couple of weeks or in a couple of months, everything has changed when you're saying to politics uh, and they're reacting on it. it. It never happens. It's taking years and years and years. So um, a lot of all, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm, I saw on mainstream media that a lot of people still have faith in Mr. Rutter. Yeah. And then again, he can't pay his groceries. Gas is really expensive. Electric is really expensive. There are no houses for Dutch citizens. Um, pensions are not anymore and gone. They finished it up. Um, and we're in a, in a recession. So, but what I was saying, it's actually the first shift in something else. And that's, um, and that's really good. So in 2025, we've got the new national elections. So, and the thing is, we know, uh, apparently the Dutch citizens don't want, uh, uh, the world looks in a, at Holland, at least that's what I understand, is that we're really harsh, really direct in our, our saying and languages. Uh, and that's what we were, we were like to the point, some, uh, <laughs> uh, it could be fun, but we're most time really direct. And the, that directness is apparently in Holland, uh, not that welcome because the parties, political parties who are speaking up for the truth, don't make any concessions, didn't want as much as that we thought the moderate right-wing parties did more, uh, uh, win more. Yeah. So it's, 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 uh, now it's the battle to, uh, uh 2025 state elect national elections. So we'll see, maybe uh, uh, we're not sure. For example, if the negotiations takes a really long time, uh, and Rata can't put any new laws in placement because, yeah, he lost his majority in the second, first chamber because that's that's the other thing behind the province uh, elections. Um, them were winning out, but yeah, that, we have to see what the future has have to bring because if Caroline for the plus with her party is going to negotiate with all the globalistic things then it will be a bad thing. But if she's willing and able to work with the right-wing parties, the nationalistic parties, then we have a chance for quicker to uh, 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 bring it quicker back. So you said something interesting there. You mentioned that moderate parties tend to win. And what I'm seeing, yeah. and this is, it's the same in Canada. I mean, we, we had a, a basically an interim election because our, premier resigned and we had to choose another one so we have we've had some things happen in the last um year where we've made some choices but it's almost like there's really rarely any politician or party that's willing to stand up for truth or what's right and everybody wants to be moderate and try and get everybody's vote and it waters down everything to the point where like all across the world right now every election every decision is it's like a 49.5 percent to 50.5 split 
There's never a clear majority. People are completely divided on most issues. And it's, I would say at the, at the heart of this problem, most people don't even know what to vote for. They don't even know what issues to vote for. Like the climate change issue, for instance, I call it the climate alarmism issue. Um, people think that's a really important issue because they've been told it's important and they fail to educate themselves as to reality. And then they don't know what to vote for or they're voting for something that's anti-human. So what in the world are we supposed to do in order to counter that? Do you guys have any plans in Holland on how to start changing people's hearts and minds so that they're more receptive to politicians doing the right thing? Because we haven't, we're trying to do that in Alberta. Do you have anything you're doing in Holland? What was that? The last thing? So it's politicians can't stand up and speak the truth and do the right thing because people don't know what the right thing is or they don't know what the truth is or they don't know what they should be looking for. And I say it's a problem of education. So we're, yeah. we're trying to fix that in Alberta. What's, what's happening in Holland? No, the good thing is that you're trying to learn because the, the um, we're experiencing in, in Holland and in Europe. Uh, um, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's going to be the same thing probably in Canada or in Australia or New Zealand, for example. So um, I guess it's um, uh, uh, trying uh, money is a thing. With, it's, it sounds really stupid. Most of the time, uh, uh, when um, uh, on our side, the parts on our side has less money to spend for a campaign, so they're trying to do a bet, uh, their best on it. But if you see what happened, for example, on the last uh, two, three, or four days on the social media platforms, is basically all the money for promotion. For, for example, PVNL, uh, for, for the Moxie PVV, was dried up. Uh, but the coalition parties have maybe 10 times as much to spend, and they only spend it in the last couple of days. So then that that's the top of mind. So I think that's one thing financial, of, have a plan and, and being uh, strategic, strategic. <laughs> uh, strategic. Yes, uh, that's the word. And have a bit of finance in it. Caroline van der Plas was really strategic in it because she she did decide not to go to the farmers' protest when we were in the Hague, <clears throat> and she were saying um, in mainstream media that she's um, there was a threat on her life or something. But I know because I was there when the telephone call was, is that they were saying that I, it could be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. But I'm go if I'm going there, I'm losing seats at the table. So, so she was, was trying to be moderate to ensure she got more votes. Yeah. That's what that's what basically her plan is. If you look at backwards right now, so uh, farm uh, farmers defense force. Samen voor Nederland. These are the democratic party, uh, demonstration parties who had the loudest, hardest, clearest voice. So, and if and that's why uh, there three parties anyway didn't show up. It was the BBB, it was uh, uh, SGP, 
En uh, jaar 21. Didn't show up at the, at, at the demonstration in Den Haag. So these were strategic moves. So, we're seeing yeah. that in Alberta too. Okay. Political strategy is, uh, for, uh, for lack of a better word, political strategy is trumping uh, uh, truth and standing up for what's right. It really is. And I, I, say, I say that, uh, I said that in that manner because Trump was one of the few people who it didn't matter if people didn't like what he was going to say. If he believed it was the right thing to do, he just said it. Yeah. And he got a lot of flack for it, but he just said it. And there's very few people that do that. I mean, look at the result. He's, I think he's, he's being arrested for um, uh, a six-year-old issue with, with Stormy Daniels. And yeah. the Secret Service and the National Security Agency and all these have been notified and they're making a big deal of it. And, and they just persecute people who stand up for what they believe in. It's unreal. Yeah, that's correct. The other thing is, is that uh, Caroline van der Plas, van der Plas, Caroline, Caroline, Caroline is is uh, um, um, uh, invited by the mainstream media. She had a seat at every table at six o'clock and at eight o'clock at at at, uh, at, uh, at national television. So normally it was uh, once a week or once uh, that she was had an invite, but. Apparently, she wasn't that threat um, um, to the establishment. And the last week or so, last two weeks, so she was said to appearance in the mainstream media each day. But Wiebke uh, van Haga, Thierry Baudet, Geert Wilders didn't have one. So, and then then the that's what um, uh, uh, Gideon from Forum for Democracy were saying, is that... Um, uh apparently when you get these many invites you're not that threat so a threat to um uh the establishment and they look up uh, we're not invited and, and she, she is only because she was a bit moderate and not a threat hmm. well so <laughs> I think this kind of brings up more questions than answers. Like it's not, there is no clear answer as to the results of the election. It could be good. It could be bad. It could be no change. And really we're probably not going to know anything for a while. So do, do you think that the, do you think that the farmers are going to, they're going to turn off their tractors or are they going to keep on standing up for what they believe in? Do you think that so many people think it's, this is a win that they'll just stand, sit down again? Yeah. Now it's it's like in, the in a fist fight you know your opponent because he's standing in front of you, but in this fight they're they're smacking you from behind and and, and from the left and from the right and down under. This like there is no focus point. So that's 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 uh, uh, yeah a, a, a difficult thing. Well, I'm interested to see how this turns out because, you know, we're, we got the same kind of thing coming for us in Canada here. And I, I have a feeling that people are going to just continue to be so distracted and divided over all sorts of different issues that the, the real things coming for us are just going to come right out of nowhere and hit us from the back and from the side, like you're talking about. Um, but at the very least, we can learn some lessons from what's going on in Holland. I think yeah. you know, we're not. Our systems are they're a little bit different, but they're somewhat the same. And it, it, when it all 
when it, when you boil it down, it's uh, if you're loud enough and you bring enough people, enough people show up, you'll win. And a lot of people showed up for BBB to support the farmers and uh, push back against this. So maybe, maybe that's uh, maybe that will turn the tide. The other thing is, is like um, uh, uh, you've got former defense force, but if that's the hardest of the most outspoken dem uh, demonstration party uh, from the farmer side, but you've got also Aga actie, and they don't have. Uh, they only have uh, people who are um, supporting them financially. So they're uh, they're having a seat on the table, but they're now backed up, and they're a bit more moderate party as well. So they were saying, yeah, when you're going to vote, vote for BBB. And now they're saying, we won. And now all the flags are in Holland hanging upside down in the sign of the stats. They said, now everything is over, turn your flags as the Dutch flag again. But what fight is over? That's, it's, um, um, the, the fight is still going on in that way. So when, Basically, when you're hanging your flag like it's supposed to be, when there was no problem, you're giving up the fight and it's, okay, guys, thank you. Let's make sure you're doing everything okay. And that's not one thing that we learn. If you let political people do, do their own thing, it's going in a bad way. Yeah, and that's no different here for sure. <laughs> anyway, Chris, I've, I've, I, it's Saturday. It's uh, what time is it now? It's three it's o'clock. Now it's not bedtime. I've, it's Saturday night. I'm at home. I'm drinking some. What is it? Prosecco. Is that okay? <laughs> what? Ah. And I've got, I've got this. Nice. That's it's, awesome. It's, well, this is. Coffee mug, but this is okay to drink. Of course. Prosecco yeah, put, put some of whatever that is in the cup. It's and then we'll cheers. I don't know how it's going to work, but we'll try and cheers. Can we cheers? Cheers. 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 Prost. To the people. Power to the people. It doesn't matter, yeah. it doesn't matter what language we speak or where we are. Uh, people were mostly the same and we all want mostly the same things i know you and i have had this conversation lots but uh I, I think one of the most important things is that we learn from each other we pay attention to what's going on because we can really help each other like that um it's like a love relationship when you when you stop talking it's over yes exactly and there is a while <laughs> where politically we really stopped talking and we just said, oh, Paul, we don't discuss politics. Oh, we don't discuss religion. That's in inappropriate. So let's just, we'll not talk about that and maintain our friendships. And things really went south. So let's take a few minutes here. We are uh, at 36 minutes. We'll take a few minutes, see if there's any questions that pop up. All right. If they do, I'll put them up on the screen and, and we'll try and answer them as best we can. Uh, I, while we're waiting for questions, Jasper, do you have any, any other stuff you want to say? Any other advice you have for the folks in Canada or even the people in Holland that are watching? Um, I, I made a post where everybody has a, um, uh, who has plafond dienst. Let's have a cheers. That's Dutch. <laughs> but 
when the Dutch people are are, 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 are watching this and they're still awake, they know what I'm talking about. Hmm? There you go. The I, I thought it was really fun to have you all for uh, for a quick visit to join uh, the demonstration. Uh, that was really really fun. A lot that of was people. Awesome. Yeah, it was. You spoke to Eva. You spoke to um, uh, Mark van Vandenhoever, Wiebke um, uh, um, van Haga. So a lot of interesting uh, people uh, 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 came up, and was the turnout was massive. So that was uh, that was kind of fun. Oh, that was uh, that was definitely a good a good turnout, and it was a lot of fun. There were some mm -hmm. good speakers there too. I couldn't understand a lot of what they're saying, but you could certainly feel the the passion in what they were saying. Woohoo! There were a couple of, uh, especially the the ladies were that are. Um, um, uh, I didn't. I don't know her name, but she she was like fire. <laughs> her name is Jody. Huh? Her name is Jody. Yes, it's massive. Like it's like smacking. Uh, all the way around. <laughs> yeah. Make notice that you're like, yeah, it was, see, yeah, some good speakers. Well, here's an interesting comment. Okay. This might be difficult, though, if the government passes the law they're trying to pass on the 22nd. Which one? Um, I read somewhere today that the government is considering passing legislation that prevents people from pro people from protesting with tractors. Yeah. Now it's it's in Holland. It's like in Germany. It's another thing. It's like like we only have a couple of hours to make a protest. We um, uh, officially we are allowed anyway. How we want it? How many people? Uh, and there are only like three exemptions of it. Um, but when it's organized like this and, and massive like this, the uh, local authorities. Are all always trying to negotiate what's allowed and not allowed. And at this time, because um, a Farmers Defense Force asked for 5,000 trucks to join the demonstration in Den Haag. But um, 5,000 tractors, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, basically the endpoint, the South of Park where the demonstration was, probably were, came on the highway. And yeah, they're not allowed on the highway. Um, they can go in in um, uh, smaller routes, uh, 50k routes, 80k routes, where you can drive as much. But what they did is that they were saying, if you come with a tractor, you're getting a fine of four thousand something euro. So um, you were allowed, not only you had to pay that kind of type of, uh, of money, <laughs> and you could go to jail and stuff. Now, the, the, um, um, all these type of rules and regulations, they can add on. And it doesn't matter if it's a tractor or a truck or flags or what, they can do what, whatever. So in this, this um, the demonstration in Sado Park, uh, uh organized with Samuel for Nederland the Farmers Defense Force there weren't any tractors allowed only two were so uh, but next uh demonstrations or things that's going to be there there are no no negotiations anyway so there's no law in it that it says they're not 
makes a bit <laughs> makes it <laughs> am i clear or you are i was just reading this comment so you think people will continue to protest because the, the the land grab the expropriation hasn't been taken off the table has it correct so essentially the farmers and, and the people who joined uh or voted for bbb are gonna hit their their hat at one point and then there's like what did we do and there already there already are new demonstrations being planned because these were provincial states and not national elections and then we've got the european elections and things are all intermingling in together um angela what was it um, um uh, the president of the um uh, european bank had some really strange things we've got world economic forum we've got the united nations so these are not going away by by voting in elections these are decisions were made in politics so um by um uh, the demonstration is i guess one of the la last things that we're having uh and to make a point and these will these probably will uh, the samen van nederland already has at i believe 7 of may new demonstration in amsterdam um in april um freedom for women this is a demonstration party one of the 80 organizations in in demo world has a, a demonstration in amsterdam as well uh, uh, so demonstrations are not over and they're necessary not and if not if you're not making a point it's it's seeing people are the same as you so you can join them you can hug and have a conversation I saw something interesting today. I, uh, I watched the president of the European Union Bank or, or whatever it's called yeah. um, talk about how digital currency was, uh, was necessary because it's too hard to control transactions. Like right now, you're not even allowed to use cash to pay over a thousand euros, are you? Like that's already only digital. Probably you can spend a thousand euros and more cash at somewhere, but you, you're, you're uh, uh, buying a car cash is impossible. It isn't. So it, you're already uh, transitioning to a digital currency anyway. Yeah, yeah, but the, uh, in Holland we've got um, um, bank apps for our bank account. It doesn't matter which bank it is in Dutch banks for way long on our telephone um but now they're closing bank shops so then um uh, they're closing atms and putting less cash in 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 uh, in society and everything back and instead of a thousand euros they want to bring it back to a hundred euros so if you want to spend a hundred euros more and more you have to yeah have to tell us for what it is and it's and 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 um uh, and yeah, she, president she really let, she let the cat out of the bag she said literally because they want to control how we spend our money yeah like you're a, criminal. you're a criminal unless you're telling us what you're doing so it used to be uh um um when you, when you maybe did something wrong police picked you up and had a negotiation interrogation you went to court 
people, uh, uh, um, the minister of uh, uh, the officer of justice had something to say. It was a whole court system. And eventually when you had did something wrong, the judge were hammered and they were, they were given a fine or going to jail, whatever. Now it's other way around. You're being criminalized until we're saying it's not so. Oh, tell me about it. Now the authorities, the Gestapo, can yeah. come and put a chain on the doors of your business alleging that you're doing something wrong or harming someone and then you got to spend years in court afterwards proving that you didn't do something wrong ah. it's a, a mad it's madness yeah it's it's and that was what they did to you and then in holland it's the same thing a lot of guys having the same problems and when um and they're going further and because the public him uh, putting uh, putting up your name um, 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 family relatives who maybe have a job as a teacher being fired, bank accounts have been closed, the whole deal. So, that's wow, what that sounds doing. a little mafia esque to me. Yeah, yeah, but there are there are mafia elites. <laughs> there, there, there are. Wow. Well. Oh, what time is it? It is uh, quarter after eight in Canada, which means it's way late. Quarter after four in Amsterdam, I believe. Three fifteen. Oh, three fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I guess I'll probably let you get some rest. Uh, I'm gonna head back to the restaurant. It was a fairly busy night tonight. It was our steak night. When I left, the place was full, so I'm gonna go hey. back and give him a hand. Uh, this is interesting what Ernie put up. Have you read the book yeah. 1984 by George Orwell? And I, 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 I didn't write, uh, 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 wrote the book because I'm, I'm dyslexic as hell. So <laughs> reading stuff is not my thing. But what I did and you can, and the Dutch people who are watching is I've got a translation of the book, uh, uh, George Orwell 1984. So I explained in Holland in, in Dutch. Uh, it's it's called uitgelegd um, or explained. I believe it's number two and number three. Uh, and um, I'm, I'm explaining in Holland in, in Dutch what the book is all about. Nine minutes or twelve minutes. Yeah, he's uh, um, um, he had a really good insight. Uh, George Orwitz is his it's writing name. It's not his original name. Yeah, and he was he was a he was a democratic socialist. He was. Yeah. So he would be but kind of considered I, on the opposite side of what we are, but he saw where the path was eventually going to lead. Yeah, yeah, but Freemasons uh, got the, the joined them. So the, the, if you look at his background, he was really, really deep in it as well. So that's why, yeah, uh, if you if you one on one is plus one plus one is two, so these and these rule and regulation make that point. So he had a really good uh, a clear view at the future. But same, it's not only a 90, uh, it's not all well, uh, 1984, but it's all Animal Farm as well. It's, it's the same type of book. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, yeah, the, uh, it's, it's a warning sign. It is a warning sign. And if only we would pay attention to the warnings that history affords us. But we don't because we're too busy with our own lives. And it's only when things affect us that we start to realize that we we the red flags were there and all we had to do was watch them and say something about it but uh at least people are starting to realize it now so there is hope 
Yeah. No, uh, Chris, the whole thing is, is what I'm saying on one part on the Dutch election, I'm really excited about. And, and the other part is we need to pay attention, keep on pressuring things because it's uh, the fight isn't over. It's just started. And we had this little shift in change. And if everything is going well, we can have majority, but that's going over the right side. But everything is when it's going bad. It's going over the left side, so uh, we will see what's going on. And the same thing with the election in France. Uh, Macron, who's been, uh, who's uh, a favorite of uh, Klaus Schwab as well, who's, who's, who's been voting away, but is still in power. So it's it's before these bastards been kicked out of <laughs> a couple of years will still uh, be necessary. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I'm more than happy to hop on a plane and come visit and see what's going on over there again. And hopefully we'll be able to get you over here soon too. So I'd love to come uh, come over at some point. I've got what's hanging behind you, Chris. Over here? That the red thing. The red what thing? Is it? Yeah. You've got something red red behind you. It's a boer vlog. A what? A farmer flag. <laughs> here we are. Yeah. Nice. I'm, I'm, uh, why you've got it hanging? Well, uh, because I support what the Dutch farmers are doing. I support their pursuit of their individual rights and freedoms, and their, you know, their their God-given right to provide for themselves, their family, and feed the world. I 100% support that, and I don't believe for a second that any government in any jurisdiction all across the world has any business telling farmers that they can't be farmers anymore. And that, that, so that's why that's why that flag is there. And I have a few of the Whistle Stop Cafe. Uh, one of these days when I get some energy, I'm going to fire up our picker truck and I'm going to put one of those up on the picker truck so everyone can see it from the highway. And uh, when people ask me, I can explain to them that there are people across the world, specifically the farmers in Holland, who are standing up against the anti-human globalist agenda. And if they think that something's wrong with the world, they're not alone. And all they have to do is show up and speak up and we can win. That's why I got the flag. Here you go. I'm proud of you. Perfect. And people, if you want to have the same flag, I think Chris is selling them at his store. Yeah, I've got a few. Um, I bought them at the rally over there and I carted them all the way back the whole trip in my backpack. And uh, well, you just use them to kind of to take the, the pinch off the cost of the trip. And yeah, then people get to have that hanging on their house or whatever. So it's win-win. You've been, um, the, the other thing I wanted to talk about, it was the, uh, uh, you saw, uh, apparently a lot of people in Canada saw and the rest of the world saw um, uh, the police shuffle came in at the protest and wanted to turn up, turn out the uh, a tr uh, uh, farmer tractor. These images that you saw and then they decided to come out to the Netherlands. Yeah. At that time, there was a guy standing in front of the shovel, uh, be, uh, between the shovel and the tracker, and the, sh the police shovel stopped, and uh, the Romeos, a uh, uh, um, uh, mobile unit of the police, arrested that guy because he wasn't allowed at that demonstration. His court's case was this week. Guess what happened? Hmm. 
that you can't. This is too sick for to for anybody. Wait, wait, wait Jasper. What was his name? Johan. 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 And he's a fisherman. No. And officially, I'm not allowed to say <laughs> because he's in 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 in, uh, in court. Didn't get okay. permission. Okay. Well, what what happened? He uh, his court case was uh, this week because of that uh, that demonstration and his harassment. He, uh, he walked to uh, that demonstration at that point. His profession is a fisherman, so he has uh, uh, he's been neglected. At least what you can say by the Dutch government. His court case was, and guess what? He didn't walk in. He came in by a wheelchair. Why he's is he in a wheelchair? Because the police messed him up. They and put him in a wheelchair. Yep. Jeez. And it's it's not the first time. This is actually not the first time. So a lot of what's happening, you've been, uh, 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 maybe saw, people saw with the arrestment of, of Clint uh, uh, for by Rebel News. It's like the secret agents came up, arrest you and put you in a van. And then they, and that's what I hear as a journalist, everybody who's been arrested at that point, um, who's been smacked down, like seven cops, secret cops on you. And you've been put in a wheelchair and you've been dropped out of the police station so this is what i know the, the second time that it happens but his court case was was this week he came in in court in a wheelchair and he wasn't been jailed all the time that's quite a while he's been in jail then yeah apparently it's a big offense to keep a tractor from tipping over at, at that point, the only thing is what 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 I need to say as well is when the when there's a demonstration and the police is calling for to leave the area, the demonstration has been stopped. You know, the police is calling over microphones. You need this demonstration. You need to leave within a half hour. You need to leave because then they're allowed to use violence, and they're going to use it. Yeah, there was a video I saw early on in these demonstrations where people were actually getting shot at. We've got they're, the, they're throwing dogs at them too, I believe. We uh, um, uh, had a couple of shootings, police shootings, because we, we're not allowed to use firearms. So they're always from police or military police or mobile police or whatever thing there is. This going on um a couple of shootings um a couple of at least one time tear grenades police dogs horses water cannons uh there was a, a girl who's been shot by a water cannon a water cannon had over 50 bars on it on pressure as he was so one bar is one atmosphere which is 14 pounds i believe I'm not sure. I'm not the, the, a, a car a tire is two bars. A truck tire is five yeah. bars. A champagne bottle is five bars. So four and bars, you said? 50. 50, five, zero. Correct. 
So that's like so full, 700 PSI. Full force, been shot by a water cannon through the head, and been and there was this uh, 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 concrete wall. So that's a court case still going on, uh, shooting a police uh, sh shot to a 16-year-old guy in a, in a truck, in a tractor. So at least uh, there in, in Den Haag, there was a guy with a fighting dog coming up to a, um, a mobile unit of the police. So he shot some uh, in, in the air, uh, a couple of bitings by police dogs. And when a police dog bites you, you've always got problems with when he, where he, he, he bit you. It's most of the time in arm somewhere, or kneecap. That's where they bite him. So 15 bars is about 200 pounds. 5-0. PSI. Oh, 5-0. 5-0. 5-0? Oh. Yeah. That's 700 PSI. So the average garden hose, for those of you that don't know, has about uh, between 50 and 60, or between 40 and 60 PSI, depending on where you live. So imagine having 10 times the force of a uh, garden hose blow you against a concrete wall. That would not be comfortable. It's it's 10 times more pressure than a tire truck. Please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's the maximum value, as eh? but they turned it at that point. It was, I believe, in Dembos. Uh, uh, massive. So a girl was taking uh, photos. They shot with the water cannon to the head, uh, up to a concrete wall. Uh, uh, her scale was fractured. Stitches, something more. Not coming from her uh, from her face. Is she? Uh, did she get pulled through? Uh, the court case is still going. Need to be going on. The the police who is doing the investigation for this police guy. And same thing with the the, the police guy who shot this sixteen-year-old farmer. It's still going on. But did she survive? She did. Okay. She did. Good. Yeah, luckily. That's wild. Um, you know, we, we're seeing that all over the place, and it kind of reminds me of pictures and videos that I saw of communist countries when I was a kid. Canada, we had horses trampling old women, uh, riot police smashing people in the face of the butts of their rifles. I just... These are democratic, peaceful countries, and this stuff is not supposed to happen, especially to people that are just trying to use their voices. Um, yeah. So if there's yeah. any ever a time to get involved... And stand up it'll be now it's so sad it's so sad that it's uh, that's happening but it's actually the truth and 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 it's uh, during when i'm when i'm uh, uh, in court i'm speaking to a lot of police agents because they need to secure some sort of people in court sometimes and uh, then you can speak to them a bit privately and it's really their narrative, like, yeah, but you're, you're harsh and you're doing this and you're doing that. Like, like, and I'm explaining, for example, uh, uh, there is this guy um, uh, who's been working in the um, uh, prisoner 
prisoning of the United Nations. In Holland, we've got a prison, and he's been working. He, that guy is called Huigplug. So this is a United Nations prison in Holland. Yeah, okay. we've got a court, and we've got a court in Holland, and a United Nations uh, a prison as well. For example, Milosevic of uh, Yugoslavia, who's been uh, 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 his court case was in Den Haag, City of Peace and Justice in Holland. The nation, the building is on ground of Rockefellers, I believe. So that's their ground and their building is on from the United States. I don't know if you notice this, but we're actually our background is the International Court of Peace and Justice. Which one? The background on our uh, live stream here. I don't know. I don't know if you can see it on your end. I'm too busy drinking stuff then. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, I didn't see it. Hmm. So What's the question? I see somebody. So you are police. What, what's the what's are, are your police in Holland supposed to serve the people? Yeah. Like here. Or do serve. they serve the crown? They serve and protect the citizens, but they swear to the crown or Jesus. So it's a similar thing to what's ha what, what we have here. Our executive branch of the government is the crown and the rcmp are their henchmen and they swear an oath to uphold the uh um, to serve the crown yeah we're a kingdom man we're, we're holland is a kingdom our king is canada and we've got a king and we're there it's or our king or to god so very similar yeah uh, one question I have for you, for you is, so Holland actually has, or the Netherlands has a declaration of independence, correct? Mm -hmm. So what, what were they declaring independence from? Um, that's a really good question. That's a history question. <laughs> we used to be a republic. Um, and there were no 12 provinces, but there were seven provinces. I believe that's in the 1500s, 1600s. And I believe that the, the, from the Spanish, if I'm, I've, I've got my, the Spanish were here, the French were here, Napoleon was here. Uh, and we declared our uh, independence by saying, we don't listen to the French, to Napoleon, or don't listen to the Spanish, uh, and we're going to be a republic. And eventually, the republic turned out to be a kingdom and eventually this democratic thing. So probably at that time, yeah. 1600s, I believe, 1641, um, the, uh, it was a democratic nation then, because the people actually overthrew their government and killed the prime minister in the square, actually right where we were standing. Here we are. We, yeah, we've got made a picture of it. Yeah, correct. He was uh, killed and shot, <laughs> killed and been eating <laughs> by <laughs> angry citizens, I believe. Yeah, so uh, uh, it's in, inhuman, of course, but uh, at least we have shown some balls. 
I don't, I don't advocate for, for murdering anyone for sure. Like I don't believe in violence at all. I want to do things peacefully. I do, however, want to kill their careers. Yeah. I want their careers to be ended. The, the folks that are doing this to both our countries, that would be wonderful. Yeah. That, and, and, uh, can you imagine that the people who are in politics or all these, maybe even mainstream media guys, uh, uh, state news, state paid, working for a uh, private company, their ratings will be so bad because what they're doing is crappy shit. It's so, it's unprofessional what they're doing. It's it's they're they're doing. They can't create anything. They're bad at looking at things. They're hurt. in real life. Their career will really over. Should be collecting garbage maybe. But in Canada, we subsidize them with our tax dollars so they can continue feeding us lies. It's a it's a great system. I just received a new uh, letter from uh, not the uh, road taxes that I need to pay every month, but the uh, on top of that, it's called the differential tariff. Uh, it's called the nitrogen emission tariff on my car because I'm driving a diesel and it's of course polluted. It started five years ago with three years a month and they raised it up to five years a month last month last quarter i paid 60 46 euros it's now going up to 50 euros so in five years at least 10 times as as much so they're making way with water is running and rising up prices they're just doing something to make me pay for their plans Sounds familiar. Well, you know what? Somebody's got to subsidize the, the mall for the European members of parliament in The Hague. It's got to get paid for somehow, right? Yeah, yeah. Not with my work. Go, <laughs> go and build it yourself. Dig, dig some mud and build your own shed. Not with our money. Especially when your plans are so bad as this. And, yeah. and it turned out to be bad. And, and then they're not changing anything. Well, we have to make them. Yeah. We got a lot of work to do. When are the uh, elections in Canada, the state, the state elections? Oh, boy. We have a provincial election coming up yeah. in May. So, right away here. And it's. Uh, so, it's how's that going to work out? Um, I'm not sure. I, I, well, no, I do know. I do know exactly how things are going to work out. They're going to work out. The way they're intended to, the way they're, the things will work out the way they're supposed to. Uh, what government we get in Alberta, I have no idea, but I think there's possibly enough people that are engaged in politics and willing to stand up and use their voices. I'm hoping that we can have a positive outcome. But right now, it looks like there's a, it's going to be a fairly tight race between the United Conservative Party, which is our current government, okay. under the leadership of Daniel Smith, who replaced uh, Premier Jason Kenney, mm -hmm. and the the new Democratic Party, uh, which is they're I mean they're a, they're very Marxist, they're communists, uh, they have some good ideas. However, 
those good ideas are thinly veiling their ultimate goal, which is government control of absolutely everything. And believe it or not, people vote for that. That sounds always nice and cozy and whatever. But if you look at up what they're, what they're actually saying, it's like, yeah. yeah, their their manifesto reads very similar to the Leap manifesto. I don't know if you've read that or or heard of it, but it it cites right in there: um, no private business, no private property, uh, government-owned corporations, government-controlled farming and agriculture. Basically, the government controls every aspect of your life, including the Ministry of Truth that tells you what the truth is on the screens that you have to look at to find your truth. Like it's absolutely insane. And the, and the reason I think a lot of people vote for that self-interest because they say, Oh, we're going to give you your union more money. We're going to give you more workers rights. We're going to do these things, give you something or because they're so upset with what conservative governments have become over the last you know 40 years that they just throw their vote away voting for something, anything other than the Conservative Party. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Our Premier and uh, a lot of the folks involved in our current government are, they're, I think they could try harder, but they're trying to turn the tide and bring back some Conservative values. I, I don't think they're going far enough, but uh, I hope, I hope that the people will continue to hold your feet to the fire and push them to do that stuff and then support them. But we'll see. Cool. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's really difficult. And, and, and sometimes you've got only one and a half minute to explain your, your few points of your talk, your talking points. And, and, and most of them Democrats or the left thing or the, has this really nice marketing thing ready for it and it's all you want to hear but if you look it up it's always like they're taking it costs so much money they're taking off my pension fund and yeah that's what they're doing so uh, look just but, to i'll yeah. shed a little light on what the ndp is all about in this province yeah um in this province the ndp there we don't have well, how to have... chris chris how's your province called how's my what the province called. What's the name of your province? Alberta. Hey, look at that. Hey. That's beautiful. Here we are in Holland. Awesome. Right on. Thank nice. you for my my pleasure. Thanks for uh, hosting me and and helping me get one of them. Yeah. So the New Democratic Party. We don't yeah. actually have a provincial party. It's only a federal party. So yeah. you join the party and you're a member of the federal and provincial parties. They're one and the same. Okay. So our, our federal party leader is Jagmeet Singh. He's horribly Marxist, completely out of touch with working class, but he really makes people believe that he's in touch. Anyhow, yeah. if the unions support the new Democratic Party in this province, the union bosses are guaranteed a seat on the provincial board of the NDP. They literally buy them with position and then use them. Is that allowed? It's allowed. And then they use them to convince their unions to vote for the NDP because they'll get higher wages or something. It is so crooked and so corrupt, but it's in plain sight and nobody says anything about it. 
and it blows, blows my mind. It's all about money, it's all about power, and it's all about control. People email addresses. Can we send some emails? There's a person named Bella Jones on here saying, Chris, you do not speak for me, so F off. And you know F all. Well, Bella Jones, how about you F off? This is my page, and I'll say whatever I want. Yeah, yeah. Go and be Jeez. somewhere with your sour face somewhere else. You don't yeah. have to be Yeah. Go, go to, to Justin Trudeau, his fan page, go and... <laughs> Go over there and have some fun. Don't be here. Yes, just go own nothing and be happy. Don't do it on my page. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, I don't think there's any more questions. Um, uh, oh, uh, no, Bella, I'm not going to block you. I'm, I'm going to let you continue to show people how much of an we idiot you are. We love everybody. You're more welcome. But yeah. Uh, uh, Holly says, what about the Independence Party? Thank you for bringing that up. Uh, Jasper, there's another political party in this province that's fairly new. It's called the Independence Party of Alberta. And Sounds they okay. are, uh, one part of their platform is a referendum on independence for Alberta from Confederation. So basically what they're saying is, we want to negotiate with the federal government so that they stop interfering in provincial matters. And should they fail to, to stop doing what they're doing to us, then we're going to say enough is enough and get the hell out of Dodge. And that's a, it's a, pretty it's it's a small movement but it's gaining traction and gaining steam quite quickly how cool is that it sounds a bit it sounds quite great only the negotiation part is always a bit difficult it is yeah it is but uh, i was surprised to see that there was a bit of an independence movement in the netherlands as well i saw exit uh flags and signs all over the place that's that's that we've got a couple of talking points and 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 and, and one of them is is an exit a lot of problems in holland is coming from the european union and the european growing is the european is growing they gain gaming um, uh, much power each time and more and more and we can't do nothing about it and now holland is one of the startups with belgium and luxembourg started the european union as it exists right now but if we're not having a say or having a stop or having a vote in it and the only thing is that we need to pay for somebody else's problem and we have nothing in return or nothing to say in return then it's a problem and the only solution for that is an exit like what england has done the uk has done going out of the european union they didn't have the currency they still had the pound we're having instead of our gilder the euro where we're paying for but if it's if it's and that's that's it's only one letter to the european union saying we don't want to interfere it's something uh uh treatments blah 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 number 65 just one letter pay millions off and then leaving the european union but we're a sovereign nation then again so that's one of our talking points that we want to have. We want to have an exit. Yeah, for sure. And and I I for sure believe that we're stronger together, but when we're unified. It's a different thing. However, it is. It is. Because if you're not unified around some sort of a truth or around reality, for that matter, yeah. it doesn't matter how many people are standing together. If you're, if you're all going off the, 
cliff together, that's not stronger. That's uh, that's weaker. It's a different thing. I'm a proud Dutchie. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a uh, I'm proud of my country, and I and I think a German guy is proud of Germany, and I think it's of course they are. they are proud. But it has nothing to, and we can work together. But it has nothing to do with peace, because after the world, Second World War, they're saying, "Yeah, we want to have peace." So if we're one country, we're not gonna fight each other. It's, it's if you in Holland, we've got houses and rows of houses. We've got we've, we've got in a fight with our next door neighbor. It doesn't matter, and it's in our same country. It does so it doesn't say anything that if we're joining countries to the European colonization it has nothing to do with security of war or nothing and it has nothing to do with trading because we're trading with every country in the world and it has nothing to do with liberty because that's what governments are deciding and the people who are deciding in it what i'm saying i'm a proud dutchy i guess somebody spain or france is a proud spanish guy or a french guy and and it doesn't matter if a border is open but you could be a sovereign country as well it could be together and we still can have agricultural trade of Germany and the rest of the world. The only difference is you don't have to give up your sovereign jurisdiction as a sovereign nation. And 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 and, and laws for a, a higher authority overruling the Dutch laws. That what's happening right now. Ninety-five percent of the Dutch laws are in 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 placement. They're out of place by European laws. Mm -hmm so that's that's one part of the next hit and, the, and we're still in the european union but we don't have to be have have to be kiss, kissing or kissing each other <laughs> we can be friends we don't have to be in a relation yeah sometimes it's better to be friends that don't have to kiss yeah <laughs> thank you chris oh uh yeah all right well uh i should probably head back to the restaurant and help them clean up and shut everything down um i'm sure you've got some rest to get you got a big day of uh paying attention and fighting for some common sense again in the netherlands i would imagine there are a lot of things coming up there were a couple of court cases uh, uh soon we're still looking up at the provincial election. We're still having some uh, federal things going on. So there are enough things to talking about. And probably will be demonstration. There probably will be some things going on. We're probably some papers coming free from the Liberty of Information Act from the World Economic Forum and the United Nations. And all the plans are somewhere in between. So enough uh, to show the world what's what's going wrong and uh, how we should be be acting. Here's a comment from Wendy. Jasper is a oh. very knowledgeable guy. Stay strong, Chris. You're, you're our only hope and encourage us to keep going on. Thank you. Thank you for everything. Just saying. Well, thank nope. you for that, Wendy, but I want to correct you on one thing. Oh. It's not me that's your only hope. It's you. And that's uh, every one of you who's watching. It's not someone else that's going to save you. It's not me. It's not Jasper. It's not Danielle Smith. It's certainly not Jagmeet saying it's going to be you. Um, it's up to you to stand up and use your voice when you're required. It's up for it's up to you to show up and be counted as somebody who wants to see common sense policy in either of our countries going forward. It's always been you and it will always be you. So remember that. 
And uh, next time you want to congratulate somebody for, you know, winning an election or going down the right path, probably look at yourself first and say, hey, thanks, man, for standing up and doing your thing because it's it's you. It's actually correct, Wendy Bill. Thank you for the compliment. Only the thing is, is we're not gods. We're just, this is what I'm as a journalist chose this profession now because I think I'm able to and I understand what's going on and and, and, and especially in, in Dutch uh, I can explain really well what's going on. Uh, we need guys like Chris standing up and saying, okay, listen, this is a line too far. Uh, but eventually it starts. That's why I'm drinking right now because you need to make your own, own party in life. And you have to have your own decoration because nobody else is doing it. And by the way, everybody who's making the right decisions, congratulations. Cheers. Yes, I agree. Well, cheers, Jasper, to uh, freedom. Oh, freedom. And, and Dutch cheese. <laughs> A lot of Dutch cheese made by farmers, not in, in, in some yes. sort of all right. Well, everybody who's who's been joining uh, joining us in in this live stream, thank you very much uh, for uh, for watching this. Thank you, Chris, for uh, having me and uh, uh, on your Facebook page and uh, and have this uh, have, whoa, have this great talk. It's gonna be this later right now. You need to. I know as a uh, as an old um, restaurateur, uh, work never stops. So. Uh, I wish you really uh, uh, well, uh, a lot of great business. If people are being in the neighborhood, go to Chris, uh, uh, to the Whistle Stop Cafe and, uh, and uh, uh, join him in his fight. Spend some money over there in his restaurant because we need it. We need it really much. And uh, he's fighting for you as well. So uh, good on you, Chris. And everybody who's been watching, thank you for that. And thank you. Um, I'll just like to throw this out there. You know, seeing so you're, uh, I know how good of a chef you are. You're amazing. You're amazing cook, amazing chef. And you're a really good guy. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who'd like to meet you. So I think we should probably work on figuring out a way where we can have Jasper come visit us in Alberta and maybe even be a guest chef at the Whistle Stop Cafe. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, that would be great. Really fun. Show you some, uh, some Dutch tricks. There you go. Yeah. Like how to split a meal. <laughs> going Dutch. Yep. <laughs> All of that. Yep. All right. Well, night, well. folks. Thanks, Jasper. I'm going to head back to the restaurant and I uh, hope everyone has a great night. Jasper, we'll stay in touch and uh, we'll keep doing our best to work together and try and uh, keep this stuff out in front of people. Thank you. Enjoy your evening. And thank you. See you quick. Night all. Ciao, ciao. Mr. Carey.